Hello, welcome to another episode of Andrew's Amazing Podcast. I'm your host, James Santana. As always, I'm joined by my lantern in disguise, Dr. Van Lira. In disguise? I don't know why I was going with that. <laughs> I'm like, I was like trying to think of a pun, and I'm like, that's not happening. <laughs> Wingman? Corpsman? Yeah, Corpsman works. <laughs> Corpsman, right. sorry. Corpsman, yeah. The corpse is Nova. I've been digging too much into Nova lore. Jesus, More I just finished. Uh, <laughs> dude, I just finished Lost Annihilation the other day. Is it good? I read it's a little bit. Okay, of it, so I what Nova was doing. it's very it's okay. I just like big stupid space stuff, which is why <laughs> we're doing some big stupid space stuff. <laughs> At least fan stuff wise, we can't talk about anything. So, oh yeah, of course. James. Yes. So continue on with your spiel. Yes, we are brought to you by Andrew's Amazing Comics Town Save in New York. Now let's start the show off with some news. First up, we have yeah, plenty. Uh, we don't have much news. It is fifth week, so it kind of ends up being like this weird stopgap of news. And D23 is two Friday. weeks. Yeah. Uh, D23 is in two weeks, so that's why we'll have more news. So, oh, it's next Friday, not two weeks. Next Friday. Next Friday, yeah. Yeah. Next it's, Friday is D23. And at least that's when Star Wars, Marvel, and whatever else Disney has is going right. to pop off. So we'll have right. something to talk about, and we'll see what Yeah. <laughs> so first up, you want to cover the first bit of news? Because I know you were talking about this so, all right. So leaking kind of out of uh, some, some D23 news. So um, the director or one of the writers of Wonder Man came out and said that Ben Kingsley is returning as Trevor Slattery in the Wonder Man show. I think that's great. He's an actor. Wonder Man's whole thing is he's, at least at the beginning, he's an actor. That's funny. I love that. Keep going with it. Oh, that's the whole thing. Like, I'm not... So, I like it. I'm not, like, against it. I kind of, uh... I kind of want the, uh... What you call it? In Wonder Man, if Kingsley's back, there's gotta be a reason why he's back. You know what I mean? Like, like he can't just be there. Because uh, he's not... I think, I think reprising his role as Trevor means that if there's flashbacks, he'll be in, like, auditions or something. I'm not thinking he's going to be a main character. I'm thinking he's, like, in an episode or something. Like how Mark Ruffalo's only been in two episodes of She-Hulk and then fucks off to space. More on that in five weeks, I guess. I know. I know. <laughs> yeah. World War Hulk, I guess. I, I don't guess. know. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I, I hope Trevor... Uh, I, I thought it was funny that he was in Shang-Chi... It made sense. The Ten Rings kidnapped him. That's really cool. Yeah. Now he the movie ends with him and Morris chilling in wherever the Shang-Chi location is, the hidden forest thing. I forget what uh, it's called. I want to say Kalun, but it's not. <laughs> I was going to call it Nandapar Bat, but it's not. <laughs> it's also not that. It, 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 it's, it's like one of those Wakanda hidden areas. Like, it's there, yeah. but it's not. Exactly. So he's chilling there for now. Will So that leaves us to Wonder Man. Is it flashbacks? Is he leaving his paradise to go return, return to acting? Is he just like in a commercial? And it's like, or we might honestly Wonder Man. No, honestly, I think what we're going to see is that, that it's going to be like, um, almost like a background of like him being in auditions, and then all of a sudden being like, oh, they run into each other in auditions. Type That's of thing. what I'm thinking. Like they're both washed up actors, maybe. Yeah. Like maybe the joke for Wonder Man is he's washed up. He's on his last legs. And then he becomes a superhero and he kickstarts his career again, but then he decides to be a superhero and save the day and join the Avengers. Yeah. And or maybe. Like Beast or whatever. 
Oh my god, would be is that what you want? <laughs> yes. Like, or give his give his brain to uh, Vision, so then Vision can finally fucking return. I know, right? So we'll we'll see what happens there. Oh, by the way, I hope I'm less echoey now. I did I did set up bookshelves and I put more furniture in my office, so now there's more stuff to stop the like reverberations from happening. So I hope I'm less less echoey in this. I know I'm still gonna be loud though. We'll find out what happens. Sorry, I'm watching. Uh, I'm also like doing a live. I'm watching a live stream happen right now. You watch it, Phil? Yeah. Yeah. He's talking about unknown heroes right now. That's awesome. When are you going on for the show? October fourth. Oh yeah! Official Kickstarting day. So they launches October fourth. So I will be on a live stream on October fourth. Which means you won't be doing the podcast. Probably, maybe we'll see. Well, I'll probably record on Monday with you. If yeah, time, if like, record early. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then uh, we'll be both be on uh, the live stream on Tuesday. Yeah, I would like to be on the live stream, but I need to get a camera by then. I should have one. I'm just 20 bucks on Amazon. I'm just lazy. Mm. We shall see. Yes, but yeah, he was talking about it for a second. Anyway, um, so there we go to Ryan Johnson still gets oh, his no, no, no. Okay, what? I we'll continue with that. I was going to say let's continue with Marvel, but yeah, so Ryan Johnson... Yeah. Confirm that he's still doing his Star Wars trilogy. Bullshit. That's it. That's it. I call, I call it bullshit. I also believe that's bullshit because, of course, Ryan Johnson's doing interviews now because uh, his new Netflix movie just uh, is coming out later this year. He's doing a couple, a little bit of um, promotion for it. He's doing yeah. it. It's uh, called Glass Onion, a Knives Out story. It's more Knives Out. It's Knives Out too. So he's just doing a tiny bit of promotion for that, and then he's obviously just working on other things. Potentially his Star Wars trilogy. We'll probably get more on that. Bullshit. Still called bullshit. I'm fine with calling bullshit as well. Like I just, I like, I, I don't hate him as a as a creator. I like his work. Looper is one of my favorite movies, and I do like Knives Out a lot. I think it's brilliant. I just don't like what he did with Star Wars, and it wasn't his fault. Disney didn't have a clear direction where they wanted to go, and all the writers were all different. But yeah. I, I don't know, man. I'm fine with him getting his own trilogy because that means he gets to do whatever he wants with his own characters. Yes. Them giving him a handful of characters he didn't create just feels disingenuous. I know saying that as someone who wants to write for Marvel is a little dumb, but it's very different mediums. It's fair. You know, like people who write for Marvel aren't like, I'm going to write a movie that people are going to see, you know? Like, we're just like, I'm going to write this Nova story because I hope it's cool. Like, that's like, eh. <laughs> Yeah, like, I'm going to write a Sleepwalker book, because no one else is doing it. Like, that's that's we, what Marvel writers think about. I know. I know. <laughs> it's very different ball games. So, yeah, no. And, and again, I don't blame Ryan Johnson. Like, if, again, I've said this before, and I'll, I'll keep saying it. I used to blame Ryan Johnson a lot about how Star Wars turned out. But then I'm like, oh, no, that's not true. It's not his Disney fault. Disney just handled it poorly. Right. And, like, you, you gave someone the keys to the kingdom, and you turned around and was like, Hey, do whatever the fuck you want, and they did yeah. that on purpose. Like you literally did what you told them to do. You, no one checked them. No one kind of like did everything, and that's kind of what happened. And I can't blame Ryan Johnson for doing that when he did what he was told. Like you can't get mad at the like you know if your boss tells you, hey, you have to you know put these files away and you put them away, but he's like, I don't like how you put away those files. You told me to put away those files. You didn't tell me exactly where or how you wanted to put them. You told me to put them away, so I did exactly what I thought you wanted. Yeah. I can't... He was just doing what he was told. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And that's what I, said. I don't blame Ryan. I mm. call a little bit of bullshit, but I don't blame Ryan. I thought 
even The Last Jedi is not even the worst Star Wars movie. There's still worse ones. So yeah, so, uh, yeah, Solo. <laughs> no, Solo's good. Shut up. <laughs> I will defend Solo until I die. I know you will. It's because it got a bad rap and no marketing because of The Last Jedi. I mean, they also fired directors halfway through and switched to Ron Howard. Not that Ron Howard is bad. He's just not that the not the guy that you think would handle the solo. No, they also turned around and turn and was like, "Hey, we're doing this," and you're like, "Uh, I was hired to do a comedy movie." Well, nope, yeah. not anymore. Just kidding. Ha ha ha. Like, thanks, I guess. Yes. All right. Let's move on to the next bit of news. Yes. Right. Okay. Yes. So, so this is a little stupid, and it's it's a big duh. So Disney Latino put out a list on their website, which has now been taken down, of top like ten characters you should look out for, or you should know for Phase Five of the MCU. And Kate Bishop was on the list of characters you should know, and then the list was taken down because I guess they weren't supposed to talk about Kate Bishop. It's so, so stupid. But it's obviously stupid. she's coming back. They're going to do Hawkeye Season 2 or put her in a Young Avengers thing. Or in something else, you know what I mean? But, like, those are the two yeah. really obvious ones. Well, again, like, obvious. This is a big dog. What's really cool, and what I think they should do personally, is do Hawkeye Season 2, but then do, instead of having Clint Barton teaching Kate, Kate should teach America Chavez. Build oh. There again, not the not the weird sexual tension relationship they have in the comics now, because they're very different ages in the MCU. Yes, but they are. They're build, very, build that, very different ages. Build that friendship relationship and also a leadership role for Kate, so when she starts the Young Avengers, she can still start it being age twenty two or whatever, and make it like a champion style thing where she'll leave after a bit, be like, "Oh, you guys got this." But yeah. know, that's just my idea with the putting America in. It might not make it too much of a Hawkeye story, but. It basically covered what they can with the Hawkeye stuff for now. Obviously, they yeah. left off some stuff for season two, like with the mom, and she can become a vampire, and the dad can come back, or whatever nonsense they end up doing. Uh, but obviously, you know, Echo is going to be a slight continuation of that. The Daredevil show is going to be a slight continuation of that because of Kingpin. So there's a lot of stuff waiting on the Hawkeye bit. So putting Kate Bishop in something else in Phase 5 makes sense. I don't know what it's going to be. It could be end credits, but it's going to be something. Yeah, of course. So, uh, All right. When they said she's returning to Phase 5, I was like, no shit. Like, yeah, it's, it's it's obvious. It, I, again, I think, again, it must be slow news, because it's just slow news. Yeah. yeah. All right, what's next? To to this next thing. You said yeah. you had a whole thing to talk about. Okay, yeah. I didn't even hear about this. I'm I sending... The cover. All right, I'm going to send you the cover. Yeah, I saw it briefly. So this is, this is the cover. I just sent it to you. Um, this is what the cover originally looked like. Oh, they changed it. No. Oh, okay. That's what the cover originally looked like when it was first solicited. Oh, I'm still... Where did you send it to? Twitter. Uh, Twitter. Oh, Twitter. Okay, I gotta look Twitter. Hold on. Um, there you go. Okay, that's a cool... That's what the cover looked like. That's perfectly fine. Yeah. No, that's not a problem. It's an awesome... It's actually an homage cover. It sucks I can't show everyone on this. Um, it's an homage cover to a, it's an homage cover to a famous, a famous, so what's going on? We're talking about the Kyle Rayner, uh, Mexican Heritage Month controversy. Um, the cover, um, is for Mexican Heritage Month. It's a cover, uh, uh, yes, that's the guy, that's exactly his Twitter I actually sent you from. Yeah. 
Um, it says, good news, everyone. I'm excited to share the official Hispanic Heritage cover for Titans Unlimited. Uh, Titans United Blood Pack number one. Yes. Homage to La Patria. And that's what's going on. And it says, sorry for the confusion. The edited version I drew was an alternate option, not binary. All right. Is that so, the one that's the controversy, or is there something else? Yes. So that's the controversy. Okay, so, so there was an alternate one that he made, or that DC was like, do this. but DC made him. DC made him do it? Oh, man. Yes. So I'm going to show you. I'm going to send you the link to the Bleeding Cool article. Okay, yeah. So yeah, you can they, see it. They probably took it. They do both. They show both. Yeah, they show both. Tamales no more. Oh man, I can already tell this is bad. Yeah. So <laughs> I actually did see that one. Yeah. Oh, that's got like official stuff on it. Yeah. Tamales variant. Was... I mean, you can do both. No. If you do both, I find it less offensive. No, the Stop problem. Being Mexican, though, I don't. You know. Uh, yeah. So, the problem is, so it's his, it's his, it's Hispanic Heritage Month, and the problem became so it comes up like the first cover you see was the one with him and the flag, and him and the homage cover. It's, it's a very famous Mexican mural, um, of pretty much celebrating Mexican independence, mm-hmm. and on uh, Mexican nationalism. So it's a great. Uh, it's a great, uh, it's a great picture. It's it's awesome. But in place, instead of the woman, um, uh, the woman they have Kyle Rayner and his lantern creates, um, sorry, I took my glasses off. Uh, creates like, uh, like kind of gets a quaddle and it creates this like, uh, field of maize and like the, he's holding a Mexican flag. Awesome. Then DC turned around and said, "No, change it." And then you get the one that said a a a, a flag contract where it says Beaver Mexico." And he's just holding a thing of tamales. In space. In space. And everyone was like, what? Because... I'm looking through his tweets that Bleeding Cool has up. One of them says, hard to keep my mouth shut. All I can say is, one has my signature and the other one doesn't. Go figure. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I'm like, wow, okay. Because, and if you look at the other... like, He put the work in, put the signature on the one he liked. And then they said, no, change it. And he was like, yo, fuck this. Yeah, no because <laughs> because it's a fuck, it's fucked up. If you it's think about it, it yeah. it's like if you were having like, so all Mexicans are known for is tamales. Mm-hmm. That's like, it's not, it's not supposed to be like this whole like breakdown of, uh, of Mexican culture, but like, mm-hmm. come on. And also the base problem is, oh, it is, um, the biggest thing is that they have. Sorry, I got a super pop up about the. Uh, we saw it on my laptop. We saw it later. Um, uh, the biggest thing is about it. If you look at the other Mexican heritage uh, uh, covers, it's all about food. And I'm like, that's not the Mexican culture. Is just not food. If all <laughs> the other ones are about food, then I understand the idea that they were going for for the one that is the controversial one. But you're right. It's not all about food. What the. F- <laughs> yeah, like, like, it, like just, I get it. Mexican culture has a lot of food intertwined into its culture. When you go to Disney, the I mean, obviously, Epcot's all about food, but I feel yeah, like the Mexican, uh, Aztec, like the Mexican pavilion, yeah, South yeah, American the, area has yeah. like all of the like the most rich food choices. Yeah, like that's they, just, have, like, they have a lot of food. Yeah, food is part. Yeah, food is part of their culture, not all of their culture. 
That's like saying fried chicken is a part of your culture. <laughs> and it is a part, a part of it, but not, it's not the only thing. That'd be like, yeah, you know, exactly. Like, like History Month, but it's all chicken variants. Like, yeah, it's like, it's, like, <laughs> yeah, it's like static eating like watermelon uh, and Black Lightning eating fucking fried chicken. Like, you can't have that. No, he's frying the chicken with his lightning. <laughs> yeah, like, that, that's exactly oh. what that is. I'm like, oh my god, it's all I thought about. <laughs> so, so bad. It is bad. Like, optics, guys. Like, you. This is, so this goes back to like why I want to be an editor so bad in life. Hey, <laughs> man, you might. You might. <laughs> Let's see how your meeting goes in a couple weeks. <laughs> oh god, um, you never know, man. But the whole thing, like, well, that's like what drives me nuts. It's like it's simple things like that. Like you couldn't see how bad that would be. That'd be like having like, all right, cool. Just Italians and every Italian cat, like, be like having a Punisher ca- uh, cover and he's just eating pasta. <laughs> Like oh, Italian, is, it's Italian heritage month, so he's just eating pasta or Captain America drinking like eight beers and passing out in the hallway because he's Irish. Like that's, what, <laughs> like that's exactly what you're doing. Yeah, it's like, oh my god, it's just insane. It's yeah. stupid. It's just stupid. They were going, like I understand like one or two covers being like food right. related, but like all of them. So also I had to say before, all of them is a gimmick to understand. If they're all food based, sure. But don't make that for Hispanic Heritage Month. Make right. That for like, 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 like food around the world month or something. Right. Like you want uncover for each like Nash, uh, like culture or nationality. Right. If you want yeah. it to be like, hey, we're doing like a food, uh, a, a food month variant. So we're having like every like all our DC books are gonna have like it's to be like Superman on the farm, you know, making pies with his mom, or you know, we have Bat, you know, Batman and Alfred, you know, making tea, you know, at the manor. It's bullshit. You know, you have you can have like Kyle Rayner making tamales with you know the green with the rest of the GLC or like Guy Gardner making this chili or whatever. You know, yeah, making it a whole, right, making it a whole thing. No, you were like Hispanic Heritage Month. You know what we're thinking? Everyone gets tamales and corn. I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> what about rice? Yeah, <laughs> like what? What are you doing? From the no, because <laughs> because literally there is this because all right, so. They're doing what the, the, when they did the APPI cover month, a lot of them were like, oh, they're eating dinner with each other and stuff. But, like, they're, it's a little different because like, some of the other covers had, like, different things. But I realized, I now realize the problem as a whole was mm-hmm. people of that culture didn't ask for these covers. No, they're just being told that they have to make these covers. Right. The fans are seeing them and going, what? It's like when they did the um, the new Superman cover, and he just again again it was a play on the Superman eating cheeseburger cover. So it was him eating. Uh, it was Kenny eating dumplings. It was cool. That that was more of an old. It was it was both. It was cool yeah. as a heritage thing, but also it was more of an homage for DC fans. Yeah, but when John came out as gay, they didn't do one of him eating dicks. <laughs> yeah, like that's <laughs> the Pride Month. Like it wasn't like him eating a bag of dicks. Like that's not how that works. Exactly, like it doesn't, it doesn't. Like, no, I'm drawing a stupid extreme because I'm stupid, but like, but still, it's in true. That same vein where it's like, no Pride Month covers were like, like obviously some of them were like at Pride Festival or kissing your son of course. others. That's different. None of them, none of them were like, ugh, none of them were like all wearing crop tops, posing like queer eye posters. Like none of those right. things in there. It was meant to be like it's a it's a representation of a group within your universe. Yeah, not and all you need. But they're not like not all Mexicans. Just and it's not. Even, what's even worse is that they did it for hey, every I'm just set of characters. Green Lantern mowing the lawn. All right. Exactly. You like, might as well have done that. 
You might but have done that. That's what it oh feels my God. like. Is, like that's what, when you brought it up to me, you're like, the Kyle Rayner, the controversy cover. And I was like, I saw him holding the flag. Is there one where he's mowing along? Like, that's <laughs> like, is there more? And you're like, like no, it's the tamale one. And I'm like, oh, that's bad, but not as bad as the way you made it sound. No. And then you, then you're like, oh wait, like it's, it's still pretty, it's still pretty bad when you think about it, especially because you said all the covers were like that before. And yeah, because it has like, like oh. there's, uh, there's one with like, oh, there's one with Jessica Cruz and she's walking with a bag of tamales. There's one with Shaira and she's like sitting at uh, like a Mexican restaurant getting tamales. Why I'm are like, they all getting tamales? Because oh, white people only think Mexicans eat tamales. I don't know. Hey, empanadas. All day. Mix it up. I'm like, oh my god, it's not good. It's just, oh my god. I actually know what. Now I want to pull up the covers to see if I'm right. Because I know I'm right, but I'm like. Very bad optics. I know. I, uh... Comicsology Originals, now just to spiral into digital comics, which we hate, um, they're doing uh, two books. Which uh, one? Two new books. Uh, so Comicsology is doing this new line of books called New Wave Comics. They have one called The Black Ghost, and the other one is, uh, Alex Segura was writing, and where's the second one? Um, Dude, it's so much uh, new. Sorry, I don't mean to cut you off. I was looking up the Hispanic, like, CNN covered this. NPR covered this. Oh, man. Like, yeah, it's like Shaira getting, like, uh, like, oh, she's Cuban, so she's getting, like, food. And, like, oh, Blue Beetle's eating burritos. Oh my god. Yeah, dude. Like, oh my god. Unless New Wave Comics is just Alex Segura's line, in which case, good for him. But either way. Sorry, go ahead. No, no, it's all good. I was just talking about um, this comics allergy stuff that I saw this morning, and then just right now, two new books launched. They seem pretty good. I hope that they get printed, because, you know, print is the way to go. But it's cool that, you know, like... An aspiring writer like myself wants to get no, like recognized, and I don't want to do digital, but I know that might be a necessary evil. That's true. In some regard, like uploading to Comicsology or doing a Marvel Unlimited series, like um, oh, what's his name? And they were just on the, they were just on the Cerebro podcast talking about Pyro. Um, I have to pull it up. They're writing the Young Justice book, not Young Justice. The Young Avengers book for Marvel Unlimited. Unlimited? Now, yeah, it is. Nope, that is not him. It is. Oh my god, Anthony Oliveira. Okay. Yeah, they're doing uh the the Young Avengers book, and they were saying how that they're grateful for the thing, and they hope that they get it printed mm-hmm. because, but like, they're talking about how people keep like taking the pages and putting them on Tumblr, and I'm like, that's what happens when you do digital. Yeah. That's I'm literally sorry. what it is. It's a hundred percent true. When we talked about this on this podcast, we talked about it at work. You know, the biggest problem with uh, digital books is that there's a massive like spike in piracy. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we talked about it a whole while ago, back in like some of the in season one of the podcast. Yes, like one of the early episodes, piracy in comics or something yes. like that. Donny Cates and the person or people who were doing Crowded were talking about it. And they're like, what the fuck? Yeah, they're like, my book's getting pirated. They're like, well, I don't know what. Yeah, well, this Crowded was supposed to finish off with, like, another volume. And then they said, we got canceled because people are fucking pirating the book and no one's buying it. What the and hell? I know. And Donnie Cates came out and said something about uh, how Venom was, like, the number one pirated book or something like that <laughs> for, like, a year. <laughs> 
So I it's like, oh man. Yeah, so I like I, I get that regard, and, and it does make me go, ugh. Like I do want to do more writing. I just don't know if I want to say yes to digital. But then you see people like Scott Snyder, that no offense to Scott, he's doing God's work, putting out a lot of, of books. It's just he's doing it the, like he's doing six books for eight, six to eight books for Comicsology, and then they're all coming out in print through Image or Dark Horse or whatever, which is fine. You know, hustle, yeah. do what you got to do. But like, they're all image worthy, or like they're all books worthy to print. That Comicsology is just like digital first, and then we'll put it out. And it's just it comes off not Comicsology's fault in any regard. They're trying to put in the work too, but it just comes off as like. It just feels weird because it's, it's piracy. That's it. Yeah, that's all it is. It's just, it's just straight it piracy. So piracy will ruin books. I have not done any of the pirating of Scott Snyder's books. I'm waiting for them to come out and trade. I'm lazy. Plus, I have so that's much fair. other shit to read. <laughs> so, that's also very true. Yeah. But, like, I just... Like, I don't want our books to be pirated, you know? It's going to happen. No, I, I don't want it. I mean, it won't if as long as it's not digital. And, it's, and then it will be pirated later on because, yeah. Like that happened, but that's whatever. Well, we, should, we, we should offer a digital version of Nebulon, but we'll get to that later. I mean, yeah, I'll talk to that off mic yeah. if there is. <laughs> yeah, uh, there, there are other things, yeah, there are other things that, yeah. yeah. But, uh, right. <laughs> yes, so let's show to our book of the uh, topic. That's it, pretty much it for news. We have nothing else. It's again, yeah, it's we're all waiting on next week's announcements. Oh, well, even next yes. week, we're not even going to get to talk about it until the next episode. Yes. So next week we're probably covering something. Probably another spoiler cast. There's a lot of stuff to watch. We got to do Boys season three, Sandman, yes. Paper Girls. I finished Sandman. I I've just it. been behind, I've just been behind on those because I just got my Wi-Fi and then I broke and I got new Wi-Fi today. So I've been going through the room. Yeah. All right. <laughs> That's fair. So yeah. guys, if you didn't know by our logo, we are doing a spoiler cast. This is about Green Lantern. Be where your power. Be where my power. Um, yeah, it's dude, the new a- Tomorrowverse one. Yes, it's our tw- it's the 2022 uh Tomorrowverse summer movie. Um, based off it's same, within the same continuity as Superman: Man of Tomorrow, a Batman: Long Halloween, just uh, just Society: World War Two, and that's it right now. Long Halloween yeah. one and two, yes, and then yeah, the House of Mystery. House of Mystery counts. Yes, because it's the back end of House of Mystery. Yeah, it's just a oh yeah, it's just the 20 minute Constantine one. Yeah. Which um, is very cool, by the way. I also yes. watched that. I did a double feature. It was, because it was like 25 minutes, it was yeah. a very cool short. Yes, it had right. like both both art style Constantines, and I was like, that's really cool. It bridges yeah. the gap. It's the it like, does. first, it's like the official first one when you're doing like a timeline order. You watch House of Mystery first, yes. and then you go into Tomorrow versus uh, Man of Tomorrow, and then Batman, and then Green Lantern, and Society, etc. Dude, yes. this movie. I liked it a lot. A lot of people do not like it. I know. So I, right. I've seen a bunch of reviews for it, and like Rotten Tomatoes has it at fifty percent. While I yeah. do agree, some scripting needs a, like some of the script needs a little bit of touching up. The movie was awesome, and I kept me guessing for a bit. I didn't know what was going on. No, exactly. So <laughs> and then Adam Strange shows up, and I'm like, "Whoa, what's going on?" All right. So the movie is a, is a retelling of the origin of John Stewart becoming Green Lantern. Um. Yeah. But it also takes elements from Zero Hour and from the Ranthanagrian War. Um, what's really cool about this is like you think this is like a John. Oh, cool! They're replacing. They're going to replace John Hal Jordan. 
there's no, like no Hal Jordan exists. It was this is a time jump within the era of Tomorrowverse, and John Stewart fought fought in I'm, we're assuming Afghanistan or like uh, Iraq, uh, yeah. based on his background origin in this movie. Um, and then he gets his power ring because Ganthan crash lands on Earth. Um, which is, that's more of a nod to Cal Rayner's origin, of course. Um, but, like, we have a mix between, like, Zero Hour and the back end of, of, of um, the early parts of, uh, like, Greenland to 1551. Yeah, Emerald Twilight. Emerald Twilight. Uh, it's, it, it's a cool, I like this as a movie because it took familiar stories and blended them together and made it work. Oh, and the voice cast is crazy, too. It's phenomenal. Yeah, it's phen- we, yeah, we got Aldous Hodge playing John Stewart. Yep. That is Hawkman in the Black Adam movie. Which is crazy. Yeah, which is like, oh, sweet, dude, you're leveling up. You play yeah, everybody in DC. Yeah, why can't you just be John Stewart then? That'd be awesome. Uh, Jimmy Simpson is Green Arrow, which is a fantastic choice. Jimmy Simpson's been in a bunch of stuff. Um, he is one of the McPoyles in It's Always Sunny. He is in uh, Happen Leonard season one. He's done a bunch of movies. What's American Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter? What else has Jimmy Simpson done that people would recognize besides me being in his weird shit? I don't know. You're in the weird shit. I know. I like all of weird stuff. Uh, we also have Brian Bloom, Ike Amandi, reprising as uh, Marshall Manhunter. Uh, yes. Freaking uh, Shaira Hall is voiced by Jamie Gray Hayter. We have Mara Janata as Lissa Dark. Who was only in it for a little bit. Yeah, uh, Nolan North is Hal Jordan. Hell yeah, <laughs> that was cool. Yeah, and then um, Vixen's in this movie. She's voiced by Keisha Sharp, but it's cool that Vixen's here because, like, we knew Martian Manhunter in the Tomorrowverse. He briefly showed up in. Uh, he's actually in a fair amount. No, he's a Superman. Yeah, he was a fair amount of Superman. And yeah. then Green Arrow apparently was supposed to make an appearance. No, in he is. Long Halloween, but he never he is. did. No, he does. Oh, he isn't. Okay, I I can't find the clip. I remember seeing it, and now I can't find it anymore. It's him. It's him and Flash at the tail. At, it's the post credit scene in Long Halloween. Yeah, that's what I thought. And I, every time I type it in, I can't find it. But anyway, yeah. So he shows up there, and but like I like how it's set up at the beginning. Obviously, you can do John Stewart's backstory. We're just going straight into the of course. Movie. Yeah, give you a little bit more production. Um, uh, produced by Sam Register, the guy who does all of the stuff for the DC animated. It was based on Green Lantern from Denny O'Neill and Neil Adams. Uh, written by John Semper and Ernie Altbacker, with directed by Jeff Was Wamister. Wamister? Jeff Wamister. I guess so. Part of the Tomorrow Verse, continuative of the Superman Man of Tomorrow cast follows. Yeah, okay, we got all the rest of that. Cool. So yeah, it opens up with um with John seeing flashbacks of his like time in Iraq and how he like I feel like they should I feel like they didn't touch upon this as, as much. It seems like he did something fucked up, but I feel like they never talked so, about it. Okay, so th- this is what I was going to talk about when we got to it. So, the thing is, he's a, he's a Marine sniper. Uh-huh. So, what he does is he kills a man in close combat, and he's never had to do that before. Yeah, that's, and most when, he snipers, gets, that's when he, the knife gets stabbed in his hand, and he wrestles it, and he kills that guy. Yes, that's yeah. The, okay. That's the fucked up thing that he does. That fucks with his head. fucked up because he blows people's no, heads no. up all the time. Well, because it's different. When you're a sniper, you disconnect from your, your kill. You're not yeah, like... because you're like hunting, essentially. You're like, hey, it's right. a deer. Just shoot it again. Yeah. Well, it rains out from like a car. Blood. Yeah, exactly, yeah. 
and they're up that's what it is that's why he's like he's weirded out by the idea of killing is because he's not used to seeing you up close should be up close yeah that's all it is yeah he returns from duty and he's like uh just living his life he's got obviously some ptsd issues and but he's always wanted to jump in front of people and help no matter what like yeah a homeless person which is great so i thought i thought the homeless person was going to be somebody right because he made mention of like the reckoning is upon us and i was like are they talking about fucking dark side war right now like is this guy from the other universe and just remembers things like i, that's, I wouldn't that's a cool concept honestly i wouldn't be surprised if that comes back to later on at some point oh they or... actors, especially with the house of mystery thing that they were talking about like they exactly. should like show you other things i'm like okay they're definitely gonna come back to this because it is legit a continuation Yes, it, it, it's basically their just DC rebirth. Like yeah, like yeah, this all should happen, but we're gonna reboot. Yeah, so he ends up helping out a homeless man, and then he goes back home and sees a spaceship straight up crash in his neighborhood, and he's like, "Fuck this, I have to go help." <laughs> and yeah, then he goes, and it's you know it's Gant, and then you know he gets the ring. Yeah, and then the rest and of the movie, Hal Jordan, because he's like, "I don't want this," and then. Like take me to somebody who can help, and it legit just flies him into the watchtower. I'm Which like, what? I'm like, that's so, hilarious. And they all start attacking him. They're like, who the fuck is this guy? <laughs> I do like that. Like, oh, very cool. Yeah, I do like the whole like fact that like how Jordan was Green Lantern before him. That the the entirety of the um, Justice League is already formed before this. Yeah, Green like, Arrow talks about like how Hal Jordan is his best friend, and like how they've been on so many adventures together. Yep, and love it all. Like, where is that? I want to see that nope. movie, please. We will. Which, well, we might, you know. Um, yeah, but also we don't need to see it because no. they're treating this universe a little bit more like a comic book as opposed yes. to, sorry, I just opened something up, as no. opposed to the other universe um, that had, uh, what was the other one called? We just called it the DCAMU. That one just kind of was like, everything, we're, we're going to show you everything we want to talk about. Right. And then okay. we don't. Point A to point B. Yeah, we don't have to do that. I do like it where it's like, yeah. These are movies within the same universe, but they do not have to follow each other back to back. I also like how we got a um, a Green Lantern movie so early on when we didn't yes. even get one for the other universe. I know, which means we might get Sinestro where, oh wait, we might not in this universe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Sinestro does not have fun in this movie, to say I the know, least. which is crazy. <laughs> it's, a, it's, a, it's a full spoiler cast, so they kill his ass. Yeah. Like, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Like, it's a bit of a lot. <laughs> it is. So, after John meets Justice League for the first time, who doesn't, like, they don't trust him, they are then like, oh, we have to go to Rand. We have to go to where Hal Jordan well, last all the Justice, All the Justice Leaguers are in the middle of something right now. Right. Batman's doing Batman things, because he's barely part of the Justice League half the time. He's always like, well, me when you need me. And they said Flash is off doing Flash stuff, which makes me seem like that him and Superman, it's... This takes place around the same time as Justice Society. Probably. Because both of them are missing. Yeah. And they can't contact them, so I'm like, oh, they're stuck in the past. Or right. Whatever. But if time loops are work how time loops work, then they wouldn't be stuck in the past. They'd be, uh, doesn't that movie end with him, like, catching the bullet right as it happens that sends him back yeah. in time or some shit? So, well, he's not back in time. He's on, Earth. he's on Earth 2. Yeah, whatever. Whatever it is. Because <laughs> that movie's so good. Um, yeah, so that's, a, that's a good one. <laughs> good movie. Um, but the whole thing. So they, they end up going to Rand. They go to the Rand Thanagar in space because they are like, oh well, we don't trust you. But like that's the last time how Jordan was seen, so we have to go get him. 
Yeah, so they go to they go to Ran first, I think. No, they go to Thanagar. And they, they go to Thanagar. See, and they meet Shaira. Yeah, yeah, they meet Shaira, and they're like, okay. Well, by the way, savage. Oh, dude, she's crazy. And she's... John Stewart's about to kill her just because he's he's going through some stuff. And the ring's like, lethal force is not permitted. Lethal force is not permitted. <laughs> like, Stop doing it, ring. Control. That's so great. He's just he's repeating it. Like, oh, you're not going to stop him, right? He's going to murder this broad. Yeah, and, and Green Arrow's like, yo, you're killing her. Cease. So, yeah, they, they end up going to Thanagar. And then, uh, what is it? Yeah, they meet Shaira. Yeah. And then they find out that a Rand ship attacked um, the Green Lantern Corps. So, no, don't they go to Oa first? Well, they go to Oa oh, first, yeah. They go to Oa, Oa because yeah. they're like, so the Green Lanterns, where the fuck is, yeah. Yeah, because they see, because um, they're like, we haven't heard from the Green Lantern Corps. That doesn't make any sense. They're our friends. Uh, then they see that a Rand ship attacked yeah. Oa. So they think, so Shaira thinks they're Randians, even though one of them is using a Green Lantern ring, but whatever. Yeah. So they attack, uh, she attacks them on Oa, and then they find out that it was a Rand ship, so they go back to Rand. Adam Strange shows up in the middle of it. Who's he? Fucking hobo. Yeah. So, so what's cool is the Adam Strange short that came out last year or the year before. Yeah. Ties into this movie. It does. Because it obviously explains like the kind of the origin of Adam Strange and Adam Strange's origin is always the same. Like his daughter goes missing, his wife is dead, but it like. It seems like it's heavily based off of what we got from the short. So well, the short's his, also canon. <laughs> yeah, so his origin, so Adam Strange's origin is that he's a dude that happens to get caught in a Zeta beam that the professor, the doctor makes. He gets up in Ran. He gets up yeah, on Ran. Bangs the princess. <laughs> pretty much. Like the scientist's daughter. Um, but yeah. even before that, like he becomes like a superhero on Ran. And then like every once in a while, because of like how the portals work, he teleports back home. So, like, it's, I like in this movie how they make it where, like, no, he's kind of like a meta that kind of is in tune with the Zeta Beam. Yeah, so he can, like, loosely control them. Right. Which I, I Very like, loosely. Right, but which is a better explanation than what we got in the comics for years. He just watch <laughs> whatever, um, and then yes. he goes back to Rand for years, and then, like, sometimes he shows back up, and he's like, oh, well, like, so one of the stories, and not to go off a combo tangent, but one of the stories mm-hmm. is that he disappears from Ran and then shows up years later and then like his daughter's like four years old. And it's like oh, I'm like, what the hell? Like it's, it's been going for four years. Right, because like, I can't get a gate open to Ran because Zeta Beam technology doesn't work here. Zeta Beam's dumb. Yeah, like it, it's a weird thing, but I do like this I like how they flesh out Adam Strange. It, this ended up being more of a, a DC cosmology movie than it is just a Green Lantern movie. Oh yeah, it did a lot for the um expanded universe of uh, the Tomorrowverse, especially because they loosely touched upon a lot of the cosmology stuff, obviously, with Superman and Man of Tomorrow, yeah. where we have Lobo, Martian Manhunter, and obviously Krypton, all, like, kind of wrapped into one film. Yeah. And then Par- Parasite, the bad guy. But it's just cool to see, like, everything they tried to do, and then they expanded it even more here with Justice League being formed and Martian Man reprising, and it's just cool to see, like, oh, yeah, and then also here's Thanagar and Ran and we're doing the war, and here's all the Green Lanterns, but whoops, they're all dead. <laughs> yeah, dude, this movie's so good. I think yeah. the, like, I, I, I don't have many knocks on it. I think, I, I do see where people knock this movie. I think I it's do. the script. The script is a little weak sometimes. Like, there's yeah. a couple lines where I'm like, you didn't need that line. Right. Green Arrow talks too much. He does. Because they're like, 
they're using him as like the quippy character, even though I don't feel like Green Arrow is the quippy character. At he, least not anymore. He can be, especially in this version of it. I don't mind that. I think the problem is there's not he's the movie's so heavy that you need Oh, it's super heavy. It's like, about PTSD, wars with conflicting politics, and betrayals. Yeah. From, like, like the people closest to you. And Green Arrow's sitting here like making jokes about cheese or something. You're like, what the fuck? Which is fine. I get you need a light. I get it. But you need just, to. You know, need it. Off. It's just weird coming from him when normally it would be like, if it was him and Hal there, uh-huh. I get it a little bit more. You know what I mean? But I also think because of it, like the crux of the story, like Hal's dead and like John's like the Green Lantern now, it's like this house has to be. Yeah. Freaking Oliver Queen is mourning the death of his best friend. Yeah. And he's, like, making jokes about things. Well... And, like, it, I understand you cope. Coping is, you know, different for everybody. I yeah, of course. I cope with humor, but... I don't know. The script definitely needed to look through. No offense to the writers. No, of course like not. I feel like they just didn't get enough drafts put in. But also, like, I think the thing is, like, I do like the fact that Oliver was like, oh, no, Hal's not dead yet. Like, it's just he, all he, bullshit. Yeah. He's like, no way. He's like, Hal would tell me if he was dying. <laughs> yeah. Which is great. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, it's good to see the relationship flourishing. It's a good knock, uh, yeah. a good, not knock, a good nod to the uh, hard traveling heroes. Or exactly. Whatever they were, the Denny O'Neill run. The, yeah. Whatever they were called. So, uh, bear in the bowl at that point. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, so we go from that to them being on Thanagar. Uh, it's going to Rand. They go into Rand space. Um, and they find out, like, this ship is like, so Adam Strange, like, ha- like pilots is like stolen Randian ship. They go to where the explosion took place. Like, Adam Strange, Adam Strange, you're not real. Like, you're dead. Like, you're dead. And he's like, nah, it's me, scan my bio. And they're like, oh, fuck, it's Adam Strange. Yeah. And then, yeah, they teleport, and then there's a war in the middle of space. (laughs) Yeah, they're like, oh, well, we'll teleport you in the middle of this war, and go ahead. I do like the backstory where it was a a, a Rand and Thanagarian, like, uh, combo thing working. Like, the street they were doing. Yeah. And and someone betrayed them. Right. But turns out it wasn't a betrayal, it was just faulty equipment. Yeah. But then, like... But then Sinestro also like egged it on because Sinestro's a dick. Because he's a dick. Um, <laughs> yeah. And then you yeah. run. So after that, they run into uh, they run into Sinestro. They realize it's all a ploy. Um, Keep the war going to fund yep. like whatever bullshit. Like, whatever the bullshit he's doing. Yeah, it's like it's like oh. Uh, the, the war is all up front, so you keep hiring Sinestro and his goons. I'm like, but why would you hire Sinestro and his goons? What the fuck is going on? Yeah, that was also What's another What's the point weak... of this? What's the that point was, of this? That was another weak thing. Yeah, um, like, why is Sinestro in this at all? Right, like, I do like, understand. When the Sinestro plotline came out of nowhere, I was like, I, like you said, I can understand that Sinestro has to be in the Green Lantern movie. Yeah. But if they just made it a Green Lantern film where he just helped out the Rand Theragarian War without Sinestro, I'm like, that would be cool. That's the whole thing. So I do believe that they were like they, they were trying to put him in the movie because he is a Green Lantern villain. I and think. Whenever, well, I think the problem was well, no, we know why. We do know why. Um, but like the problem was we like know he, why he killed. We know why he gets killed. Yes, he gets killed because John has to kill him because Sinestro's an asshole. Well, yes, but like there's more to Sinestro than just being like, oh, he's a uh, like he's leading this like group uh, it's of all like that parallax nonsense. With yeah, the yeah. And blah, yeah, blah, blah, yeah, but, yeah. But I, um, the biggest problem that you run into is like, how do you justify him being? And he's kind of like a warmonger. He's barely. Is, I feel like he's not even. But he's not in. He's not. He's in it. Literally, they they meet him. They have this huge fight sequence that takes place, it's and sweet. then. 
which is great. And then after they have this like fight sequence, they uh they turn around and go, "All right, we're going to do this next." They, uh, they're captured, yeah. and they find they out. Captured, they meet, yeah, they meet Nolan North, Hal Jordan, and he's like, "Yo, I've been digging in this hole." Yeah, and I'm like, "Fucking really? Okay, sure." And they break out, and they all leave with yeah. like little to no resistance. None until obviously the the. the Sinestro goes, oh shit, they broke out, we gotta fucking get them. I'm well, like, no one was guarding it? Like, what's no, going on? No, and Sinestro does, I, I do like, like, Sinestro's group. I know how Jordan straight up murders people, but still, right. like. But, like, Sinestro's group is also, if you look at Sinestro's group, it really is, like. It's Lissa Dark and some randos. They're not randos. They're actually, like, Green Lantern villains. It's, like, yeah, Despero like, and, like. Was that Despero, though? Yes. I think Despero is the buff one. Isn't there like a one that is? Thin? They made him no. They just made him thinner. Oh, weird. I thought there was two. I thought there was nah. thin Despero and thick Despero. No, just Despero. I like Despero. He needs to be in more stuff. Ah, uh, that's true. Um, yeah, it's just fucking ridiculous. Like mm-hmm. the fight between them. Like um, when they they they, they do this when they get out. Um, if they get. And and the twist is cool. Like, like the twist is great. Oh, I do like the twist. Definitely it's, it's cool. awesome. Um, but then you end up going like, all right, now the story doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. Because like I get like so the the twist in the movie is that is that Hal Jordan's the bad guy, and that only happened after which okay. So it only happened after Sinestro invaded Oa. No, no. No, this was during the Ranthanagarian War. Um, it, it was revealed that Sinestro did more instigating. And yes. then... Oh, yeah, he uh, fights against Hal. Yeah, Hal no, gets... no, he does tamper with it. it. There was tampering from the beginning for whatever reason. He yeah. tampers with it, Hal tries to stop him. Hal gets shot down to um, Rand. the ground. Sinestro rolls up and he's like, I'm going to kill you, Hal Jordan. And Hal Jordan goes, ring, go fight John, bye. And then yeah. the ring leaves. And then Hal Jordan's legit naked. Yes. And then Sinestro basically goes so close to where he's going to make out with him, and then he vomits Parallax into his mouth. Which and, then Hal, and then it brings Hal Jordan to what? Oa? They kill all the Green Lanterns, and he becomes a Super Saiyan? Like, this yeah. is what's happening. Which was like, like it's, it's this, a, all happens, this all happens in the last 10 minutes, by the way. It does. Yeah, this is the last 10 minutes of the movie. Um, <laughs> I do like the fact, like, like I, I don't get, so I don't get how Sinestro is carrying Parallax around. Did, oh, by the way, we we skipped a very important scene that means nothing, but I love it. So when they get to Ran, uh, the Ran Thargarian War, they show up and there's this one ship that's like getting eaten by a black hole or something. Yeah, and they're like, "Dude, we have to get you out of this black hole." And he's like, "Please help me." Oh, it's sweet. That's Adam Strange. That's crazy. And they fix this guy's ship, and then he legit just blows himself up. <laughs> he He's like, for Rand, I'm like, oh, here we go. Yeah, I was like, did he really just, like, go from getting sucked into a black hole to suicide bombing yep. to win the war? Which, good soldier, sure. Go down yeah. with the ship. All good captains do that. But I was sitting there like, they just saved you. And now you're going to go look. Like, <laughs> yeah. the whole sequence becomes, like, no. Just, it's supposed to show, like, the the intensity and, like, the yes. the, the, the willingness the of war, yeah. inside. And, yeah, the meaning of war and, like, sacrifice. I'm like, I, I get I what get the it. meaning is. But like it's just so it's just so funny in like, the movie. In the middle, they're like, "We need to help this guy," and this guy's like, "Please help me." Just kidding. <laughs> like it's just so weird. Like oh my god, he shows up and kills him. Yeah. 
But yeah, okay, going back to Sinestro, Super Saiyan, Hal Jordan, yeah. Yeah, so like Sinestro's not the bad guy. Like, and it was crazy. He's like, so I don't get like how Sinestro had Parallax, gave him Parallax, and then he became like empowered. Yeah, and then they had this whole ploy to like hide the parallaxness of Hal Jordan to root to bring in what John Stewart's one Green Lantern ring. What the? F- what? Oh no! They, I, I, I think that was a piece of Hal that was trying to fight back. But, right. Like it was just so weird that. Parallax well, no, 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 no. Remember, Gant, no, because Gantt did the left. He was the, the sole survivor, so he left to tell everyone to, to about the whole Parallax thing. That's all it was. So it makes sense why uh, John like didn't know and why they oh, went. Yeah, the ploy was the, just the, the, to go find the guardian. Yeah. Right. The ploy was just like kind of like, oh, don't let him know. But, like it's you cool know. that Hal Jordan is just like straight up murdering people the whole time. Like he shoots, oh, yeah. he's shooting people with guns. He's like, so they don't get back up. I'm like, bruh. Yeah. <laughs> and Green Arrow is like, this is ridiculous. You need to stop. And he's like, nah. I'm gonna kill like, you. No, not about this. <laughs> he's like, nah, I'm killing all of them. <laughs> He does. Like, no. And then Hal Jordan, yes, he starts murdering. And he becomes Super Saiyan. He does. He has such a cool sequence. All the rings fly onto his finger and he goes, Yeah! And then he turns into a green man. (laughs) Also, also, he's naked, by the way, the whole time. Yes. They use dark green green shading to cover up his genitals, but he's naked. He's naked the entire time. (laughs) They're fighting a naked Hal Jordan. (laughs) His godlike, his godlike power. Because I like how he got possessed by Parallax and then became became Sinestro's boss by becoming Sinestro's god. Like, yeah, it's so crazy. Yeah, so they end up fighting with Hal Jordan, and uh, John Stewart's like, "I can't kill again. I just killed Sinestro. That's not how this works." And uh, Hal Jordan's like, "If you don't kill me, I'm not gonna fucking stop." And then Green Arrow shoots him, and I'm like, yes. "Oh man!" And then he just walks by and he goes, "I had to kill my best friend." And then he leaves, and I'm like, "And you can't." jokes anymore and then he makes another joke by the end yeah of the exactly I, I do <laughs> like, uh, he's like i had to put down my best friend in the whole goddamn universe <laughs> i do like the fact where hal jordan was like you have to kill me you pussy yeah he's like you have to do it or i will not stop no. i'm evil <laughs> like i'll fucking kill you yeah, you don't put me down like i said oliver queen does it and i'm like wow like that first of all i knew that was gonna happen like yeah right when right when hal turned evil i was like oliver's killing him i'm like there's no way yeah, and then in the process, there's a big beam that's going on in the background in Adam Strange. Oh yeah, so yeah, so the scientist. <laughs> Remember the actual main yeah. plot of well, the story? Because well, the scientist is like, I'm going to use the weapon that we were making together to blow up Thanagar because they suck because they yeah. sabotaged it and they destroyed our world. Or and they're like millions of people. And, and they're the like, no. Guardians are like, nah, not us. But uh, so the 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 bad guy's still trying to turn the laser off because uh, Sinestro again sabotages the machine. Yeah, of course. And Adam Strange is like, I can control Zeta beams. If you just throw me into the beam, I'll make it leave the planet. And I'm like, it does. Sure. <laughs> that works. Works. So they, like, they like slingshot his ass into the beam right as it's about to collide with the planet. And it works. <laughs> oh, yeah. It works 100%. It's very cool, though. <laughs> and then it's assumed that Shaira joins the Justice League, I guess. Yeah, kind of. She's like, "Oh, I'll see you again," and then like he's like, "I'm gonna rebuild the Green Lantern Core." Bye. Yeah. It, I'm like, okay. So, uh, but rebuild the yeah. He takes all the rings that Hal has. I think Hal has ten of them. And yeah, he's yes, gonna go rebuild. I wonder who he's gonna get. I wonder if they're gonna do Jessica Cruz and Simon Baz, or if they're gonna go Kyle Rayner and Guy Gardner. I thought when I was looking at the dead bodies, I saw a dead Guy Gardner, but it could just be another guy. 
Yeah, I mean, it could be anything at this point. It, 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 you know, we'll see when, like, if they make another movie or so. Uh, I hope they do another Green Lantern film, or at least put Jon Stewart in the background of, like, something big. Like, well, we know we, well, we we're know at some point. we're getting Justice League World World. Is that what's next? Is there yeah. Be a well, he's a yeah. Guy. It's Justice League World World or Legion of Superheroes. Or or and. And, well, they're making uh, uh, they're making Legion Superheroes also. Who's that going to have in it from like the main continuity, or is it only going to be uh, Justice uh, uh, Legion characters? Like, is it going to so, be like Superman travels in the future, or is it going to be like a, another character like John or something? I'm not sure. So for this year, we have coming out this year. We have in October we have ba- Batman Superman Battle of Super Sons. Well, that's not um, Tomorrowverse, but yeah, that's cool. No, it's not. Then we have the Batman, Batman, the Doom that came to Gotham, which is not, which is another spinoff, which yeah. is awesome. <laughs> um, then we have Legion, Legion Superheroes, and Just League War World are both set in the Tomorrowverse. Okay. That I don't know. Fun. Yeah. I wonder. If, I wonder if they'll use the Legion movie, uh, the Legion show, to do a Booster Gold movie. That'd be really cool. Oh, we'll see. Because he has the Legion flight ring and he steals the suit. So it would be really cool if he takes the Legion flight ring and then travels back in time to join the Legion, I guess. And then, like, I don't know. I just love Booster Gold to be in more things. I know. So, but yeah, we have Legion and Just League War Worlds. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that'd be, yeah, I'd be interested in those. Uh, I, I'm a big Mongol fan. He's, like, my favorite Superman villain because, like, he actually stands a chance. Like, Darkseid's too overpowered, and they relegate him to Justice League, usually. True. Uh, Parasite's cool-looking, but he's easy to beat. Metallo sucks. I don't like Metallo. He's just a robot. Lex Luthor's too cliche. Toy Man's too weird. I'm a big Mongol guy. Big alien. He's basically Thanos. I see. Yes. Because Thanos is only powerful when he has the gauntlet. Yeah, he's a strong dude, but without the gauntlet, he's not Darkseid level. Without the gauntlet, he's Mongol level. He's a forced to be reckoned with. Yeah, of course. He's, he's not unstoppable. Darkseid is unstoppable regularly because he has Omega Beams and shit. Yeah, he's a big alien man. Yeah, without the Infinity Gauntlet, Thanos has been proven to be kind of shitty. <laughs> exactly. So, um, let's finish up, let's wrap up this review. Hunter, on a scale of 1 to 5, what do you give the movie? Uh, ooh, let me get my letterbox review. I think I gave it a 4 out of 5. I personally liked this movie. I thought it was fun. While we did complain a little bit about the script and how willy-nilly some of the things are, yeah, maybe I'll move it down to a 7 from an 8, but it's still, I like this movie. I don't know why people were crying about it. Uh, I'm in the same boat. I'm giving it a 4 out of 5. I mean, there are, like, my nitpicks are things, like, I feel like the twist is rushed. Uh, it's yeah. cool, but, like, it doesn't make sense when you think about it. Like, why, if he's carrying Pelex, why isn't Nestro as strong as Hal was? Like, exactly. You know, it's things like that that you know, wait, that doesn't make sense. But it's you one nitpicks. And- I love how they they build up Hal Jordan. He was the best Green Lantern. He was the best of us. He's the yeah. best person ever. Hal Jordan. And then Hal he's like Jordan. straight up murdering people. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> he murdered a bunch of people. He's seemingly only gone for like about a year. So Not at, the beginning of, at the beginning of the movie, um, they're talking about how they haven't been able to contact Oa in like a year. No, like Ola hasn't been returning our calls for like a, a couple months to a year, and then when they get there, Hal Jor- uh, Oliver Queen goes, "I guess that's why they haven't been able to reach us because they're all fucking dead." And that's what it is. it's, it's not really like that. Like even that. It's month. not a year. It's it, they say it's a couple months. It's been a, yeah. It's been a while. They haven't been able to to con- uh, contact it. It's like 
So all those bodies have been dead for months? Is that what you're telling me? Yes. Hal Jordan didn't grow a beard in like a week. He he was he was fresh faced when he got naked taken over by Paris. Well and then hard times. I mean you I don't understand people can grow a beard in a week, but that I grow a beard in a week. Yeah, but that was a full ass beard. You grow No, I got right. I got uh yeah, true. I do I get I do get a nice top clock shadow. Yeah, and then like two and then like another week or so you get like a bigger beard, and then week three it's like shave time. Yeah, true. At least I'll, I'll give him this. It's been a month since Hal Jordan's been missing. At least a month. Since right. Been well, and the thing if, is, like, if we go based off beard time, <laughs> yeah, it's like we your own math. Um, <laughs> but that's the thing. Like, they also don't like go into like how long they've been they, they've been missing or like he's been missing is because like they're like, oh, he's just doing freelance stuff. Yeah, he's he's doing spaceship. So in, on Letterboxd, I gave it four stars, and my review is. Hal Jordan goes Super Saiyan naked while in front of Sinestro. Definitely a power move. I, I talked about that during the episode. But then John commented on it. Behold my dog. <laughs> I love John. <laughs> I do have to. Like, so I have a rule. I don't I don't put post up reviews on Letterboxd until we talk about it on the show. That's fair. I do it because. I, uh, Otherwise, I'll forget. Yeah. Uh, I normally do it like immediately. I was watching Nope the other day. I, was, I finished Nope the other day. And I was like, yeah. oh, it's really good. Um, I've been watching Mad lately, man. I just saw um, the vampire movie Invitation. Very good. Oh no, I want to watch Day Shift. Actually, Day Shift seems okay. I hear it's got yeah. good action scenes, but otherwise, it's me. So it's very good. That's fine. I'm okay with that. Yeah. So uh, I'm doing the same thing. Like I said, four out of five. Uh, the small depictions are going to be things like things that we you know are weird or blatantly yeah. weird, like things that are like scripting a tiny bit of Green Arrow. Like yeah, it's stuff like all right, things that we know don't make sense don't make sense. Like. Mm-hmm. That can come down to scripting or scenes or dialogue or, th- you know, cut runtime, you know. So, I get it. Um, but overall, I really do like the movie. I get people like, oh, this is too violent. I'm like, it's not too, too violent. violent. I didn't hear too violent. I did, I've heard one review that was like, it's too violent. And I'm there's like, like... There's like two murders that are like, ooh. <laughs> a lot of them are done off screen. Right. So. I mean, to be fair, there is a lot more blood. There's a lot more blood in this than we normally see, but also... We're not this new dealing... DC universe is a little bit more gritty. The tomorrow is more bit... real, dude. The Batman movies are pretty fucked up. Yeah, and that's the whole thing. Like, it feels more like a gritty reality, but like also, it's it's not fucking. Let's be fair. It's not like Batman Begins or or, or, or the Batman, where it's like gritty for sake of gritty, but also like the storyline makes sense. You're dealing with a a war, a, a PTSD ex marine dealing with uh, sorry ex marine dealing with PTSD. Mm-hmm. Going from one war to an intergalactic war, it's okay to show bloodshed. It's not like you show Superman like, ripping off Joker's face. Like, it's not that. So. It's something crazy. Yeah. So, um, from there, we'll jump into our book corner for this week. Super easy because everything is anthologies and annuals this week. So, I'll do the run. I'll do my five like normal. We have Amazing Fantasy 1000 coming out from Marvel Comics. Written and drawn by a bunch of people celebrating the 60 years of Spider-Man and more exactly celebrating 60 years of Amazing, uh, 60 years of Amazing Fantasy 15. Um, it's a straight-up Spider-Man anthology showing off different stories. Actually, one of my favorite stories is Bat- uh, Spider-Man versus his sinister 60th, which is his 60th, bir- is, is his 60th birthday. Um, nice. It's great. It's awesome, phenomenal in that personal story. It's like him, like, he gets shot in the street as, like, Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. Um and like they go oh well 
he thinks he's going to die in this like in this alley. And he like thinks about oh it should have been Sinister Six oh no it should have been Carnage it should have been Goblin that killed me, mm-hmm. um and then like the entire time it's, just, it's about his 60th birthday he survives and celebrates it with Mary Jane. That's crazy cool. It, it is cool. It's like I think it's like eight dollars. It's really good. Um nice. yeah, and it's a bunch of different writers and artists in that book. Mm-hmm. Um next up uh we have DC DC Saved by the Bell Reeve. Um uh, again another. Quarterly, well, that, no, it's not the same book. I know you would think that. Oh, um, it's no, Web. that's Suicide Squad. I know one only not one. Of the stories, I know, right? But only one of the stories is uh, Suicide Squad. Are it they characters a, normally from the Suicide Squad? Like, I saw no, on the cover. No, no, it's what the hell is it? So, it's a summer anthology. Oh, you know, uh, yeah, okay. I know okay. it's say, I know the reference Saved by the Bell, by the way. I know yeah, that reference. That's what it's supposed but to be. I, that doesn't scream summer to me, though. No, I know. Well, because it's back. To, it's a back to school issue. So ah! each story is about the characters going to school. So the Suicide Squad one is them teaming up uh, and trying to save a uh, diplomat's child while they're in school. They have an Azrael one uh, where he's like in the Order of Saint Dumas uh, in his early days, training with them. There's a John Kent uh, Super Sun story where John and Damien uh, befriend a non-binary kid. Who's getting put, picked on at school? Um, there's a Tiny Titan story in there. Um, yeah, so it's just a fun, cool back to school story. Um, and they do these every every quarter, so it's not like you know. Um, then we have Thunderbolts uh, spinning out of Devil's Reign. Um, it is the start of Hawkeye's Thunderbolts team. This book's been delayed for a while. It's fun. So what's who's on the team? It's like a it's like a bunch of good guys, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. So like Power Man's there, not Luke Cage. Right. Power Man. Yeah. So because okay. of yes, yeah, so because of Wilson Fisk, um, sanctions in Devil's Reign. Yeah, his Thunderbolts were not so fun. Right, they're they're, the, like they're villains. villains. It's called Villains for Hire. Yeah. They were the Thunderbolts. They. So, because New York New York became a superhero-free zone because of the laws that Wilson Fisk put in place, the only mm-hmm. team that could operate was the Thunderbolts. So, Luke Cage... Well, no, no. It's because it's sanctioned by uh, Wilson Fisk. That was his, like, his operation force oh. in, the, in, in Devil's Reign. Um, so, Luke Cage is now mayor of New York, and so what he did was... Buy- yeah, because sure, that makes sense. It does, <laughs> when you read Devil's Reign. Um, I know, but like from an outsider looking in, it's like it's weird. Um, but so to bypass that lord, superheroes still can't operate in New York. Mm-hmm. It's still outlawed, but the Thunderbolts can operate in New York because of the law. So what he did was create his own Thunderbolts. He jokes like he calls up Hawkeye in the beginning, goes, "Oh yeah," and he goes, "You're you my top pick." Even though we know if you read Devil's Reign Omega, that uh, Photon was top pick, and she. She denied joining the team. Um, she got her own thing going on, right? Well, that and she's she's on the team by the end of the issue. Oh, okay. Uh, the team is oh, the team is um. So Hawkeye wants to make his own team in the book. Like when he talks to Power Man, he talks to uh, uh Luke Cage and like a bunch of people that has worked for him. He goes, "Oh well, I was thinking about bringing back the West Coast Avengers." You know, it's gonna be me and Wonder Man. Because Wonder Man calls him in the, in the beginning. He calls Wonder Man in the beginning. It was me. And you and Gear and uh, Wander and Viz, we can get the West Coast Avengers thing going again. Um, and he references the last West Coast Avengers uh, series with Kate Bishop and going, yeah, the reality, the TV thing that was Kate's idea, that wasn't mine. Um, 
So what they end up doing was he goes in, he goes, oh, and he brings up making the West Coast the old school West Coast Avengers team again, and he goes, uh, they're like, no, we have a lineup. It's uh, America Chavez, she's your powerhouse. Um, you have this new Power Man, your powerhouse. Well, Power Photon, Man, your powerhouse. I know. Uh, <laughs> I, uh, I forgot what um, I forgot what was what they classified Power Man as. Street level. No, I think they call him Muscle. Muscle is, okay. It's the same thing as Powerhouse, I know. Um they have um um uh, Purple Girl, who's now Persuasion. Uh who's Purple the, Girl? It's the daughter of Killraven. Of Kilgrave. Purple oh, Raven. the one that's not Jessica's kid, obviously. Yeah. So uh, arc with that. That was a weird Yeah, thing. which is weird. Uh but yeah, no, her name's Persuasion now. And they're like psychic. That's cool. Uh, and then a new guy, uh, Guts and Glory. As you get it, Guts and Glory, but it's Guts and Glory. He's like their tech slash machine, tech slash gun guy. Um, and then Monarch shows up at the end. Um, but yeah, so they, they, they're fighting against the last Thunderbolts, the guys that were in the uh, Village for Hire issue. Oh yeah, Taskmaster and Grim Reaper. Yes, yeah, the they're fighting. They're, they're fighting against those guys in the uh, in the issue. Uh, but it's not some weird shit because apparently all of them. There's something wrong with all of them. All of what? The good guys or the bad? Yeah. Oh no, the good guys. They they beat the thunder. They beat the the villains higher. Oh yeah, I'm uh, looking at the. I'm looking at the team now. Three of them are huge, and there's yeah. Persuasion and Hawkeye, and I'm like, okay. So like, there's something wrong with them. Like, America's powers cause her to be sick. Same thing with Gus and Glory. His powers are fucking him up. And then all of a sudden, like, there's, like, a weird shadow guy, like, in Flint's, like, reflection. It's cool. It sets up for, like, a bigger story, but it's a really good idea. It's a cool idea, but, again, it sets up for a bigger story. Mm -hmm. Uh, What else do I have set up? Uh, Big guy looks like he has the techno virus, similar to Cable, because one of his eyes is, like... The same as cables. I mean, I like Jim's up, so I, I I know he knows where it's going, and I know he's not gonna he's gonna produce a good script. It's just I don't know, man. It just seems a little weird, but I haven't read it yet. Obviously, this is the the corner of Hunter hasn't read it yet. James is gonna talk about it, but yeah, pretty much. Guts and Glory. That's a stupid name. It, it's a bad name. Uh, and then finally, we have um, Power Ranger Unlimited Death Ranger, which is the origin of the Death Ranger. Um, oh, nice. It is great. It's cool. Um, it really does pull from, if you remember the Power Rangers, it pulls directly from that part of the story. Um, and it's a complete flashback to the early days of the Omegas. It talks a lot about what the Omegas were and who they were before all this was. Um, you meet the original Omega team or one of the early iterations of the Omega team. It has Zai's origin in it. It's actually a really great setup. But also, I love his fucking design. Their, their design. They are non-binary. Uh, their design. And why they become the Death Ranger and everything—it's really cool. It's a really great book. Um, but again, are they it, a non-binary alien? Or are they like a robot yeah, person? No alien. Okay. Alien. And that's really it for the books of the week for me. Um, yeah, it's it's fifth week. It's weird. Yeah. Uh, other than that, it's just annuals. Oh, and the final book I want to talk about is Superman Apocalypse War World. Uh, sorry, Superman War World Apocalypse. It's the finale of. The War World Apocalypse uh, Saga for Action Comics, uh, and it sets up the Kal-El Returns arc. So if you want to see Mo- Superman kill Mongol, yeah, go ahead. Nice, we dig that. Or Superman as a barbarian. Mm-hmm. Or Superman as a big daddy energy, yeah. Big daddy energy, we love to see it. 
So that's it for my book corner this week. Nice. And I guess we'll wrap up the episode. Yeah, man. There's nothing else to really say. Greenland well, was cool. Yeah. The news is a little slow, and the book corner it's fifth week. This is a weird episode. I hope you guys enjoyed it. And yeah. Uh, uh, other than that, make sure to check out our Kickstarter. Yes. Soon, hit that yes. notify button to notify yes. when it gets launched. It is going to be launching October fourth. the The description is uh the link is in the description on the page. Uh, after that, guys, click the notification. And then, guys, thanks for listening. You can head over to our website, andrewscomics.com. Check out this week's, new, this week's previews and new releases. Follow us on Instagram, Andrews underscore comics. The podcast, Instagram, Andrews Amazing Podcast. And Twitter, Andrews Amazing for up-to-date news. Don't forget to subscribe, leave a review, and share with a friend. As always, support your local comic shop. And have a nice day. Peace.